0: I would like to share a short prayer written by a fellow Unitarian and Druid John Beckett shining ones gods on high I thank you for the life I enjoy I thank you for the family of blood and my family of spirit may I always show them the love and support that they have shown me I thank you for the land the sky and the sea May I always treat them with honor and respect and remember that I am part of them and they are part of me. I thank you for all of the living things on earth, our cousins, our ancestors through the processes of evolution, may I show them compassion and always honor their sacrifices. I thank you for this path that brings me wisdom, truth and meaning. For the Druids, ancient and modern, who bring me context, structure, and guidance, and for the Unitarian Universalists, who provide a place and a way to put it all into practice, here and now. May my words and deeds honor and support them all. Lastly, I thank you for speaking to me. When you call, may my my response always be, yes, yes, yes. we thank you first and foremost for allowing us to share our path with you today. In a country where understanding has not always been granted to many of alternative faiths and ways, it is wonderful to find a safe haven such as this church where as far as I've seen, the members are kind, generous and understanding. Today we have come together to share in the human experience and share in the light of the eternal flame. We have come in the remembrance of gratitude and respect knowing is respecting and gratitude follows close behind. We would like you today to open your mind and come to know us better as Druids. The word Druid is complicated. There's some argument over what it means. Academically we call ourselves tree knowers, which to any outsider appears to indicate little more than a botanist. (laughs) But the tree in Druidism is sacred to us. It links the three worlds of land, sky, and sea and gives us an example of how we should be, tall, resolute, and ever ready to change with the world. Our arch druid once asked us how we are like the tree. It is a question that I will be answering until the day I die. Plant a tree and it may grow. Water a tree and it is certain to. Nature is gracious when when we care for it and teaches us not only of ourselves but of others in the world. Emerson said, nature is God's handwriting. It's not hard to see the majesty of nature in the high mountains or the roaring oceans, but nature's majesty is not limited to the big things, but also the small. It is important to remember and be grateful for small things. Acts of kindness, no matter their size, should be elevated just as much as those of greater acts of charity and of fellowship. A seed falls to the ground and may sprout from it a tree that gives shade in the summer and shelter from the rain, or fruit to the hungry. All great things begin small, though some stay small. Think back to perhaps a day when your life seemed all too difficult and the smile of a stranger braced you. Or a conversation at work or on the bus enlivened you and reconnected you to the world. Perhaps your significant other cooked your favorite meal, or you watched a movie with a friend. Tolkien said, I have found it as the small everyday deeds of ordinary folks. That keeps the darkness at bay. Small acts of kindness and love. In this way, people very much embody another object sacred to the Druids, which is the fire. The small acts of our fellows keep darkness and despair in check. Our friends and family of the world keep us warm when times seem cold and unforgiving. To a Druid, the fire is both within and without us. A phrase commonly heard is fire in the head the toe and a light in the eye. The divine spark within us gives us the the inspiration to perform acts of kindness, love, and generosity, but also is that which allows us comprehension of life and fosters in us the understanding of our fellows. Fire and tree, however, are not complete without the well, which springs forth eternal compassion and reminds us to remain fluid in our ways. Like the other parts of nature, Water teaches us that we can be generous and compassionate without weakness, that in fact, it is our ability to conform and change that makes us strong. The overflowing well is a commonly seen motif among Druidic practice, and in many of our stories, it is the well from which knowledge and life springs. In Psalms 23, 5, God is praised as, Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil and my cup runneth over. Is your cup overflowing today? If so, share a little with someone whose cup is perhaps empty. Water a tree and it will grow. The roots of the tree grow deep into the earth. They seep down to collect the rainwater fallen from where the leaves touch the sky. The earth where all things come together in fellowship, where systems work together to create harmony and order. Even the smallest creature on earth has worth. Take the unsuspecting earthworm. You may have seen one on the sidewalk after a big rain or wiggling lazily along the ground. They are seen infrequently, but their role is important. Without the humble earthworm, many plants would wither and die. For the hard work and life of the worm creates channels and pathways for air and water far below the ground, which nurtures the roots of the plant. We should remember not just on Thanksgiving, but every day to give thanks to the small things in life. Without the small, big things never happen. A tree cannot grow without the warmth of the sun, the fall of rain, or the solid earth. The tree needs a network to grow and to shelter, and so do we. So we must acknowledge and give thanks to all the little things that keep us, like the tree, tall and strong. We must strive to give thanks even in the darkest night. Whatever the path we walk along, it is a day to remember the blessings of the divine and the mundane. If what I say resonates with you, Yates said, we are simply branches of the same tree.
1: Hi, good morning. In our Druidry, we have learned to view the deities as real persons, independent, freely acting individuals of great wisdom and mighty magic. These words are written in the essay The Case for Choosing a Pantheon by Ian Corrigan, longtime member and former archdruid of ADF. He speaks of a notion of deity that in pagan circles is known as hard polytheism. The gods are real, they are not archetypes, they are individual people with individual desires and agendas. As such, when we engage in relationships with them, they should be approached as one would any relationship. No matter what kind of relationship we're in, be it familial, platonic, romantic, or uncannable number of variations, there's always a bit of give, of give and take, reciprocity. When it came time to writing something for today, I had some trouble trying to figure out how to go about it and what to talk about. For one thing, I'm not actually a member of ADF myself. I'm just some random pagan who attended a Yule ritual a couple of years ago, and they put up with me and they let me attend their rituals. They also let me babble about pop culture while they're trying to have serious conversations about Celtic lore and anthropological discussions discoveries. I really appreciate it, and I enjoy my time with them. And see, the other thing is it's a little difficult to speak about Thanksgiving in conjunction with ADF or from a pagan perspective, Because, for one, Thanksgiving is a secular holiday, and two, those of us for whom deity worship is a central part of our paganism tend to give thanks to the gods on a routine basis. It is, or it should be, part of our regular practice, whether daily, weekly, monthly, or whenever we feel compelled to do so, usually some combination thereof. We're pagan, but we're also humans, and if I'm going to be honest, we don't always do as we should. Altars do go untended for a while, we get busy with the day-to-day of living, and sometimes we just don't fill up to it. They say it takes three weeks to make a new habit, but in reality, things are a bit more complicated and depend on the person. I can say that for me personally, it took a while to really get into the swing of daily prayers, but now I say a prayer when I wake up in the morning and when I go to bed at night. Included in these prayers are the words, I thank and honor you just that. Just, I thank and honor you. I don't go into detail with the gods for my daily prayers because the things I'm thankful for don't change often. They are the seemingly small things that are actually much bigger and more important than we think. When I say, I thank and honor you, I'm saying, I thank you for being here and for listening. I thank you for the opportunities I have had to make my life better, even the ones I didn't take, I thank you for my friends, who are the family that I choose for myself. I thank you for the family I didn't choose and the challenges they represent. I thank you that I am here for my life, which having, I have the power to change. There's more. A thousand tiny bits of gratefulness that are the sum of me, the person that I have been, the person I am, and who I can be. It took almost as long for me to decide how to end this as it did for me to decide how to begin. I didn't want to end by asking all of you to wonder and remember what you're grateful for because I wouldn't be the first person to ask that question. So here is how I will leave you. Being thankful, this is what it means to be pagan. In truth, this is what it means to be a spiritual person. Gratitude to the divine of our choice is what brings us together here what binds us. For some, that difference is insurmountable. Here in this place today and every day we gather together, we show that it doesn't matter to whom we are grateful so long as we are grateful.